Welcome to In the Name of Game. Welcome to In the Name of Game, a video game podcast. Today's date is April 18th, 2013. been a bit of a break, but welcome back to our show. I'm your host, Iggy. I'm co-host David. I'm co-host Adam. And this week we got Knox <laughs> instead I'm of back. Seth Colin. He's back. I'm slowly Yay. regressing from Colin's lackey to Colin's replacement, it seems like. <laughs> oh, fighting words, Colin. <laughs> oh, it's going to be boy. a 100% less down. negative episode <laughs> than usual. Yay! No, I'm kidding. Um, we have some cool things to talk about today uh we don't have any like earth shattering things this week because it, it feels kind of like there's a slow build-up especially with some things that have been happening at ea but nothing nothing crazy yet so um yeah we'll have to probably hold off on that um but there were a couple things released uh, and also released while we were away uh the most notable one i can think of because a lot of people at the office were playing it was uh injustice gods among us which is yes. the um Mortal Kombat-esque uh, DC fighting game that has uh, DC supervillains and superheroes fighting each other. Um, I actually, I haven't played it yet, but you guys haven't played it yet, right? No. No. Okay. But you've, you've probably seen at least some kind of footage, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't have a chance to play it, but uh, this guy on YouTube actually posted uh, pretty much all of the story mode, which, including the fights... It was something like, I think, three and a half hours, which I guess doesn't sound like a lot. Excuse me. But uh, considering that it's a fighting game, I'm actually surprised it's that long. Because, you know, like in the past, especially with like Street Fighter games, the, the, the quote unquote plot <laughs> is is fucking paper thin. And it's yeah. uh, if, if even that. Right. And then yeah. uh, you're really just fighting essentially everybody that's on the list, the roster. <laughs> Yeah. And then maybe yourself as, like, bad guy you or something. Um, or, like, shadow. Versus yeah, if you go yourself. to your own country or whatever, you know, for that fight. <laughs> yeah. He's and you're like that looks like you. That yeah, you never exactly. knew existed. Yep. This is, like, palette swapped or something. Damn it, it's that guy from school that looks like me. <laughs> I hate him so much, I'm going to punch him. Yeah, but... Uh, palette swap. You know, that's, that's, most of the time, that's what they do. Or, yeah. like... They'll be so lazy that it's like palette swaps of people you have already fought. So it's like not even yourself. It's just palette swaps of everybody. But um, so, you know, fighting games have always had like a, a bit of a bad rap in terms of, uh, you know, lack of stories. But this one has totally tried to, to shatter that reputation because they, um, I believe they hired, I forgot the names of the writers, but they hired comic book writers to essentially write the story and kind of double check it to make sure, you know, all the characters sound in character as opposed to, you know, there's games you play sometimes where it's like, yeah, we got a licensed character from like, I don't know, Lucasfilm or something. And we're just going to write him about as cheesily as we write all the other characters. Like uh, when they did Soul Calibur, you know, and they had all the, the <laughs> uh, Star Wars characters. That shit again. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, Awful. <laughs> it's really bad. Uh, I mean, they did a nice job modeling them. Maybe. Yeah, great. <laughs> but uh, the good thing about Injustice is that um, I watched the entire story. So 
if if anybody is a fan of the old Bruce Tim cartoons, like the DC cartoons like Batman animated series or uh, the Justice League or Justice League Unlimited that they did a couple years ago, um, this feels very much in line with that kind of feel. And actually, the the overarching story, like the main story of of the game, is very similar to a story arc that they did. Uh, I think they also did in the comics, but really, obviously, in the Justice Justice League uh, series, where it's like you have the current universe heroes that you're familiar with, and then you have, like, an alternate universe of the heroes where, like, one thing went totally different, and it made a bunch of them, like, not necessarily evil, but super extremist in their views. Like, it, it, it's kind of the age-old question where uh, you say, okay, you, you say that, you know, in the Batman case, you don't want to be as bad as Joker by killing somebody. So that's the, always the excuse they use for not killing Joker. But realistically, in a more practical sense, if he keeps getting released or escapes from, from Arkham or wherever and kills, like, thousands more people, at what point do you finally say, enough's enough, fucking kill this guy? <laughs> He's just going to keep... You can't rehabilitate the Joker, or Doomsday, or, you know, Darkseid, or whoever else. Like, come on, you got to kill these guys. So Injustice takes a really interesting uh, stance where um, it does that with Superman. The one of arguably maybe the most powerful DC character, maybe a little overpowered. Um, and, He's totally OP. Yeah, I mean, not as a spoiler, this is, <laughs> this is right in the beginning. This is right in the beginning of the game, like the, the intro cinematic. Like, something really fucking awful happens due to the Joker, and because just that one time somebody wasn't able to stop him in the, you know, couple seconds it would have taken to get that detonator out of his hand, then uh, Metropolis is just gone. And in it, uh, well, actually, not not because of that, but so Metropolis is destroyed, but in addition, um, I can't remember who, there's some kind of hypnosis that happens on that alternate Superman, and uh, he thinks that Lois is Doomsday, and so you can see what's going to happen with that. That's no good. And then you find out uh, in that same intro cinematic that like, oh, well, Lois also happened to have a kid on the way. <laughs> so it's like all this stuff just lumps together and then just overwhelms Superman. And he just he's like, no, I, I'm he just snaps. And it's actually really fascinating to see that universe like what would happen if you know that's the the straw that broke the camel's back with superman and what are the repercussions for that and it's also a really clever way in terms of a game mechanic of explaining that old uh why the hell are superheroes fighting superheroes thing where yeah. if, if you guys ever played i think maybe we mentioned it before the really awful uh star wars fighting game knights of oh no not knights of uh masters of terrace kasi that was on PS One. It was really bad. They kind oh, of. I've never even played that one. It's it's. I haven't. You should you should come over and play sometime. <laughs> it, it's a PS One game, so that should give you an indication of how bad bad it looks. But it looks kind of like they were trying to emulate uh, like a Tekken style of fighting, but it, it kind of Ugh. fails. Yeah, like Tekken mixed with certain Street Fighter like move controls, like like fireball motion kind of thing, and um, in that game they never really did explain like why the hell. I'm, I'm like, oh, they're training, even though it looks like you just, like, put a, a lightsaber through, you know, Han Solo. Like, that doesn't seem like training. No, in this case, since it's a totally different reality, these characters versus another ones, then you're like, oh, okay, I can I can forgive that, especially since the personalities have shifted so much due to these events. Um, but, yeah, so 
they had a similar overall story arc to like a Justice League uh, set of episodes. And the writing is really cool because it does feel very in character for all the characters. There's Green Arrow, Aquaman, and uh, Superman. <laughs> oh, wait, it has, it, has, it has characters in addition to the ones that are featured on the cartoon, right? Like it has some that are straight from the comics or, uh, or what's yeah. kind of the mix? What's funny is even if you only saw the, the cartoons, especially Teen Titans because there's some of the Teen Titans in there, uh, you'll still you'll still follow it fine. Like you don't really have to. There's a bit of a surprise because there's a character that wasn't in the cartoons that was in the comics from Batman's little gallery of people that makes an appearance like as a as a twist, and you're like, oh, what the fuck? Like for that character, um, but everyone else you've seen either on Teen Titans or Justice League or Batman. And what's kind of cool, too, is for any, like, voice actor snobs or, or fans like myself, um, you'll recognize that they pretty much tried to grab everybody who was the original voice actor for that character. Like, they got Cyborg from Teen Titans, um, with the exception of Raven. Raven's not the same girl. Uh, they got Batman, of course. Uh, they didn't get... Maybe they had a hard time securing Mark Hamill because he was already doing the Arkham games. Yeah. So it's a different Joker, but... Uh, it's It's someone... It is someone weird that's doing Joker, though, right? It's, like that has done Joker before in a different show, and it's not terrible. It's not like the uh, whoever um, I forgot the name of the guy that did the Joker in the Batman that cartoon, which I really uh-huh. that that treatment of the Joker where he's got the dreads and he jumps around like a freak. Like I not a great version of the Joker, um, but he. Oh, I was actually thinking of. I just realized Phil Lamar does Aquaman. Yes, is yeah. he? That was weird. This? He 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 did Aquaman. I mean, in the Justice League cartoon, it was some other dude. But in uh, in this, it's Phil Lamar, and it sounds like I don't know how to describe it. Like, if you know who Phil Lamar is, because he used to be yeah. on TV, it's like a black guy. But uh, he, he does like a, a a a white guy version of Green Lantern, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, or not Green Lantern of Aquaman. No, 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 right? no, but I'm saying Aquaman's, like, the, oh. the quality of Aquaman's voice reminds me of, like, white guy Green Lantern. Because, you know, sometimes, like... Well, it's, it would be like if Ryan Reynolds played either one, really. Yeah, I, I guess... Oh, God. Ryan Reynolds isn't a good voice actor, though. Yes, yeah, he is. he's... <laughs> yes, yeah, he is. He's, I mean, he obviously has to be a good some kind of actor, because he's, he's a bad face actor, so... Yeah, he's a bad face actor, he's a great... Voice actor. What, what what was a great voice role that he did? He's he's brilliant in the Crudes and he's amazing in Turbo. Really? Oh well, yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I haven't seen either, so I guess I, I have to refrain <laughs> from from saying anything. But um, okay, so Phil Lamar does Aquaman. Um, Kevin Conroy does Batman, of course. And they didn't get that would have probably been too expensive. They didn't get Tim Daly as Superman because he was the original cartoon voice uh, for the the Bruce Tim series but they got the next guy I forgot what his name that uh, is that did uh, the Justice League and the Justice League Unlimited Superman he, he basically took over Superman after the Superman series and he, he does a, does a good job I think it's like George something I can't remember uh, but he does the Superman in this one too it's got to be him it sounds exactly the same and they all do good jobs they even get the the woman that does Wonder Woman because she has that same like she always sounded slightly monotone to me in the cartoons I'm like oh she still sounds the same in the, in the game like they didn't really change her voice direction at all so whatever um she looks really manly like 
you wouldn't doubt that Wonder Woman is tough, but she almost looks like she has a dude torso and then like hips. So the character design in her is a little weird. She's like a rugby player. Kind of like she has really big shoulders. And then they did this weird thing with her, her chest where like her, her brassiere or whatever, like the Wonder Woman brassiere that she has is yeah. it seems like a little too low. Like if you, if you Google a picture of her from the just injustice game, like it just looks like everything's shifted down. <laughs> and it's like, what is she sagging? What is going on? Um, it looks, she's supposed to be old or something. No, it's like, I think they were trying to make her look tougher, you know, not like a, overly feminine but then maybe they could have used a little bit of femininity i don't know uh but the game overall looks really fun there's a lot of um moral like the newer mortal Kombat. it has a lot of that feel and then they have these like super moves kind of like marvel's capcom where if you build up your meter enough then you can do this like it takes over the entire screen kind of super move um yeah, yeah so that was pretty cool uh, to watch, so maybe I'll try to either rent it or something to, to check it out. The complaint I have been seeing about Injustice is that if you get it on 360, it's probably going to suck because a lot of people, you know, the controller just sucks for, for fighting games because the directional pad isn't worth anything. <laughs> so if you if you got it on PS3, it's probably going to f- be fine, and if you just have an arcade stick or something, then of course you'll be good, but um, for 360, you may be fumbling around a little bit um yeah that the picture that, that you just posted on our skype of of wonder woman it doesn't look like that that is like a drawing of wonder woman if you look at the in-game render oh yeah she looks pretty bad <laughs> but i mean that's probably I mean, even that you can kind of tell but yeah yeah i mean they want to make her tough i can respect that but uh whatever uh so yeah so injustice is is doing pretty well in the in the review rounds at various sites. Um, I guess there's not too much more to say than that. I I think uh, it, it's... I wouldn't say it's necessarily better or worse than other genres of... or other uh, IPs of uh, fighting games. Like, we were discussing before the show how... <laughs> uh, what Adam was saying. Like, oh, it's not better than Darkstalkers or something. Yep. But uh, they're, they're not even the same. <laughs> you can't even compare them because just the fight style is different. And... Um, one of the things I heard people slightly complaining about was um, that it's maybe a little too balanced. Like, uh, as we were mentioning before the show, so if you were playing Street Fighter or a similar type of game, you remember that sometimes certain characters just have completely different movesets than others. Where, like, if you have Zangief or a bigger type character, they have a lot of grabs and throws and not necessarily fireball type moves, projectiles. Right, no range right. on them. Or they're not as quick or something like that. Yeah. But it looks like, at least from watching the gameplay for Injustice, everybody kind of has a grapple, everybody has like a throw, everybody has a, like a quick move that has like a certain cooldown to it, everyone has a, a super move that uses a certain amount. Um, so, in a good... Aquaman can tag team like a dolphin, right? There's some stupid stuff that he does. Like, oh, God. I was watching a review where they were, you know, everybody has, like, a, I guess, like a defensive or an offensive move that they can do that has a short cooldown. And one of the ones that they were talking about, I think it was on the Rev 3 uh, Games' uh, review of it, he just, like, splashes himself with water. <laughs> so it just looks like what? he's really getting wet all the time. It's like, oh, wow, that looks badass. It's, it's like sweating or something. Um, there is that move that everybody. No matter what site I go to, they love mentioning Aquaman's super more than anybody else's super. Where it's like, 
in particular, if you're in space, and it doesn't matter where you are, but it's the most noticeable. If you're in space, he still will flood the whole arena with water from out of I don't know where, and then send in all these fish and then fuck you up. And then the final part of the move is he'll send in this gigantic shark that goes just goes <laughs> and grabs the the enemy and just takes him away somewhere. Uh, but that seems to be like the popular super move that talk that people talk about. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so in general, it seems like a good time. Maybe this weekend, if you want to hang out with friends, it couldn't hurt to, to rent it and just chuckle over it at the very least. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it looks like it's it's a pretty good value. I will say graphics probably could have been better because some of the, the faces look a little simple. And then the animation is okay, but it's not. I mean, we got kind of high standards nowadays, you know, for, for game uh graphics and quality and injustice doesn't you know it doesn't look like a ps2 game or something but it also doesn't look as good as some of the more recent games that have come out lately um speaking of tough contenders i i just started today playing dishonored because i hadn't played it ever and uh at some downtime so i'm like oh you know what i'm gonna try this and right after like hot off the uh, on the heels of playing uh bioshock infinite Yep. Dishonored is not really <laughs> stacking up for me. I'm sure if I played it the other way around, I would enjoy it immensely. But it's like, I just finished playing a game where you're in a weird time period with crazy kind of steampunky things, and I got powers and weapons and stuff, and now I'm playing this other game that's similar in, in some respects, and it just doesn't feel as... as, um, as yeah, fun. well, it's, it's funny that you say that, because Kotaku, I know we don't like setting up traffic, but... Just today, they had a uh, a comparison as well, and it was kind of trolling because a lot of the things when they're saying, like, comparing city to city, you know, they say that's a toss-up, which is totally wrong. Wait. Like, that's a okay. clear win for Bioshock. Cities? Well, I mean... The, the the problem is, I'm not saying that they're the same. I'm just saying, like, the general sense. Like, it, it's kind of giving me this bias that I have to kind of overcome myself. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, they're breaking it down by each individual, you know, kind of aspect of the game. So they're saying the girl. So, you know, Elizabeth versus Emily in, right. in that. And they'd say Bioshock wins that, obviously, because... Well, see, that's Yeah, you're right. That is That's bullshit, though, because... Even when you break them down individually, they're not. The, that actually is more obvious that they're not the same at all. Yeah. Like, there's only very general similarities. Like it's not an escort thing. Um, uh, the slightly open worldness of uh, a Dishonored, or at least so far from what I've played, isn't the same as Infinite, which is very linear. You know, it's like here you go here, then you get your experience, and then you go there and you have that yeah. scene. Um, that's not the same at all. And the other thing too is Dishonored seems like it really wants to tailor itself to like a kind of a Skyrim-esque kind of thing where like if you want to, you can totally stealth through everything. It's pretty fucking difficult in certain Yeah, parts. yeah, no, you cannot. That is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, and why do they give you so many amazing weapons? Oh, so you know? actually you played Dishonored then? Yeah, I've played it. I have not beaten uh, but I've played through it quite a bit. and uh, It's like, you can tell, they even tell you, they, they don't hide this. They tell you up front at the beginning of the game, like, your outcome might be different if... Yeah, exactly. 
if exactly. you kill too many people. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want to kill everybody. So, like, every time I accidentally do alert someone and you, you can't, like, stun, uh, you, not kill them. You can't, like, disable them once they're, like, alerted. Like, it seems like I just have to kill them. So, yeah, exactly. Fuck. Um, that is definitely different than Bioshock because Bioshock does not give you that kind of choice. It's like, well, here's a handyman. Fuck, you have to kill the handyman. You can't like run around him or sneak past him. It's not gonna. It's not gonna let you do that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is kind of rough <laughs> trying to play. The, I'm gonna still play it, but I keep thinking like, oh man, I really like. I'd like to finish that second playthrough of Bioshock instead. But <laughs> this is a brand new game. I could be playing. You know. Uh, but did you like Dishonored overall? From what you yeah, I mean it was well because I played it when that came out, and then I played Bioshock, so it was a nice filler because you could still tell that the that it was kind of like a game for you to snack on before Bioshock came out. That's how I felt anyway. And the animation and the graphics are kind of weird. Like they have really kind of gross. I know they're stylized, but they have kind of gross faces. <laughs> the the, the yeah. Dishonored people, and and they don't try to do. I would think at the beginning, uh, what's her name? Emily, the little girl that you mentioned, right? So yeah. um, she gets up really close to you in first person and, like, hugs you. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, like, her face is coming way too close and it looks <laughs> way too gross. It looks like it looks like LOD4. Like, it, it doesn't even look like it's a, a detailed face. It's like, well, if you're doing a cutscene like that, wouldn't you have tried to have made it make it look uh, uh, detailed or you know, make the animation look better instead of this kind of little piecemeal sort of thing that they did. But they didn't. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. oh, when, when you're playing it now, after you've played all these other games that kind of spoil you, it, it, it makes you notice these things more. But that's stupid of Kotaku to blatantly try to do like this versus this because yeah. they're comparable. And a lot of them, they they gave the edge to Dishonored and then some other ones they said toss-up when it what? clearly wasn't yeah so i would have thought they would have said mostly to bioshock or something i know but that's why i think they're trolling with this or this is some guy like well everyone loves bioshock I so i have thing. to love the other thing i don't think you can tell with kotaku to be honest yeah, yeah i know well if we've learned anything from accidentally wandering onto their site <laughs> yeah. they're, they're doing less and less about actual uh, issues in games or anything anymore. It's kind of like, sometimes it's like some random quasi-article about like, oh, who's everyone's favorite like, uh, female character in some Japanese game that you've never heard of? Or, or yeah. like, uh, not even not even yeah, a game. Yeah, Colin's not here. Colin's not here to talk about whatever Japanese game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of their articles are just really lacking. So this is just kind of goes to show that uh, you know they they're like grasping for straws like the last week they had a bazillion articles about mass effect it's like why are you doing is why is this a mass effect week is it because you don't have anything else to talk about so we're just we're gonna say essentially the same thing about mass effect 3 but we're gonna stretch it out for like 20 articles and people still read it because everybody's still kind of argumentative about mass effect <laughs> thanks to yeah. you know, last year's events um but yeah, it's, God, that fucking site. I, I advise, if anybody's still mostly visiting Kotaku, do yourself a favor. Uh, subscribe to Rev3 Games on YouTube, because they're awesome and they're hosted by Adam Sessler. Uh, Joystick.com is always good. Polygon is especially good, because it's got a lot of ex-Joystick people. There's a yeah. lot of other sources of, of game. I even like Destructoid. Destructoid's uh, 
coming up in the world. I'd yeah, say. They, they they've they've evolved a little bit. Like they used yeah. to be pretty like troll worthy. Like they would purposely post stuff just to piss people off because they would get they would get a lot of hits. <laughs> yeah, and then Kotaku stole that from them, so they stopped doing yeah. that. And Kotaku. Anyway, so uh, that's that's that in terms of those games. Uh, a little bit of a random news tidbit, and I'm not sure where they're going with this, but um, I believe Microsoft is is going to try to revive the Heroes TV series, which is funny. Nah. It's been a, it's been gone for a long time, right? Yeah. And yeah, when it, thankfully. Wow. And when it was canceled, that was probably like its lowest point. Like if yep. any, if anyone listening actually watched Heroes, I think we can all agree season one was pretty good. Yeah, and season one blew everyone away. Yeah, season one, I was like, oh, this is awesome. Season two is okay, and then halfway through, it started turning into like a bit of a what the fuck. And then season three was like, no, I'm done. Get me out of here. I can't take it anymore. Uh, but anyway, so Microsoft is trying to, I think they're trying to get like a little piece of that uh digital pie that Netflix seems to have done well with uh, in terms of, you know, uh, they did that House of Cards series. Yep. Is it? It's House of Cards, right? Yeah, yeah. it's House um, of Cards. So that, that seems to have done pretty well for Netflix. So I think it, it feels like Microsoft is kind of testing the waters here, saying like, hey, well, can we do that? Yeah, Microsoft's definitely seen quite a few stories come out recently that has pointed to, hey, maybe someone will, you know, throw us money to do stuff like this. Veronica Mars, Kickstarter, making oh, yeah. $5 million or whatever. Did you know? I, the last time I saw it was like one and a half million. Yeah, it ended. It ended this past weekend, um, and I think it was five million. Um, uh, closes with five point seven million. Wow, yeah, crazy. That's, and, that's crazy! And then you know Netflix, like you said, House of Cards original, but also resurrecting Arrested Development that's right. coming back in a month. And oh, you know, so, the show. I thought the the movie's been in the works, right? Uh, no, no, no. They, the show they called off the movie. Oh really? Yeah, well, just... no. The movies, the movie. They're waiting to see how the show does because it's it's like season four, but it's not season four. It's just mm. fifteen episodes that focus on each individual character, and then really? each episode builds on the previous episode, and like shows you new and kind of explains other jokes and stuff like that. And mm. so they're hoping that this all can lead up to the movie. And originally they were saying, like, we're going to do both at the same time, get it all done. And then it's like, well, the movie's not official until we see how this stuff goes now. But they're also releasing that on the same day, the entire season on day one, like they did with Game uh, House of House Cards. Of cards. House of cards. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, uh, yeah, I didn't know anything about the, uh, the rest of the development stuff. But, uh, so, okay, so I don't think they're going to do a movie of Heroes in this case. But uh, I don't think I'd, I don't know if I'd really want that <laughs> as much as I like the first season. It'd uh, be like the 24 movies, if you guys have ever seen those. Oh, no, like I the, didn't. Oh, it's crap. <laughs> well, that I'm sure that made my mom sad because she used to love the series. Like, she'd watch every goddamn episode. She just I, had a crush on Kiefer. She kind of did. Like, she'd always say that stupid line that he would say, like, you don't know Jack Bauer or whatever the hell they would say on the show. And then I, I would use the 24 theme like the beep like that whatever the the clicking noise is as her ringtone yeah. and stuff so anyway so okay so microsoft is doing this uh, uh heroes 
uh, revival. And then I think that's going hand in hand with them form, uh, forming a LA based, um, it's going to be called Xbox Entertainment Studios. So it's, it's going to be a division based to create original programming and interactive content. I don't know necessarily what they're doing with the interactive content, unless it's one of those little, you know, like they used to do like the little game showy kind of things, where it's like um, one versus a hundred or whatever it was, one versus uh, a thousand. I can't uh, yeah. remember <laughs> And they got like an, a CBS executive to, to head up the studio, which I don't know if that's a good idea, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's that's something that they're doing. I don't really ever see PlayStation trying this. Like Microsoft really keeps, Chester, right? Chester is the most they'll do. And yeah. then that's that. You've seen how well that's done. I would say that one of these past seasons of that show got the most views because they had Ego Raptor as one of the contestants. If you don't know, it's this guy. His name is Aaron Hansen. He's pretty popular on YouTube for doing these crazy... Uh, it's like something, something awesome. Like, he started with Metal Gear Awesome, and they're little short animations that kind of caught on like wildfire. So he was one of the contestants on the tester, and so, of course, everybody uh, tunes in to see what's going to happen with Raptor. and then I think he got kicked off somewhere in the middle, and then after that, people were like, this is bullshit. This show sucks. <laughs> they stopped watching it. Wow. But, it, I mean, it's it's a fucking waste of time show because just like all these other reality shows, you can tell it's heavily edited so that they'll have whatever story they want to, to show. Yeah. Because there's all these right. times where it's like, wait, is that person wearing, like, different clothing? Or does this look like a different time in the day when it's cut right after a previous shot? It's like a little a little skewed. Um but yeah, so but Microsoft more than Sony has been trying to break in constantly into this uh, this kind of video on Xbox market. Like you know what they were doing with the movies and TV shows before, but now they're doing it proper by having their own content from the get go, not like you know licensing it or or getting a contract with other uh, companies to bring it in. So I guess we'll have to keep an eye on that. I mean, they even want to try to bring in uh, old characters from the the original series, which I don't know if that would be expensive, but then again, what have those guys been yeah. doing since then? Uh, like, who is Peyton Pettigrew? Is on, is on some Nashville show, and that's it. You know? Yeah, like their their characters. I mean, not characters. Their actors really haven't taken off the way that maybe uh, they would have hoped. I suppose because the show ended oh. on such a bad note. You know, like. Uh, were you into St. Ox? Uh, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> it wasn't important. I loved it. I loved season three. No, no, it was pretty Trust bad. Trust me, I did not love season three. <laughs> With all the carnies and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and then the other piece of news. Well, Adam, you wanted to talk about Pikmin three, right? Yeah. Um, well, besides uh, Zelda, which we also needed to talk about, uh, Pikmin three was was a recent announcement from Nintendo, and. Uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 uh, were, were some of the few games that I actually played a lot of on GameCube and on uh, the Wii. Mm. Because, you know, we were just always inundated with shovelware instead. <laughs> but Pikmin was yeah. a nice, weird, <laughs> original type of game that I really dug. Yeah, uh, I think uh, a lot like, uh, was it Seaman? From, from the Dreamcast. Like, it was yep. one of those games where people notice it just because some people have this reaction of, like, well, what the hell am I supposed to do <laughs> in this game? Like, oh, well, you just run around, and then you defend them from, what is it, those, the big monsters that try to eat them and stuff. Yeah, and, and you throw them around, and you 
you know. Yeah, and they're they're kind of cute and, and whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have they had any details about like so obviously it's going to use the screen in some way the Wii U right? Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah. Yeah, but I wonder how that's going to be made interesting. Other than like like how are they going to make it so drastically different from like the Wii version? Yeah, I mean, is that just going to be, like, kind of a, a mini-map and then maybe, like, the number of Pikmin you have currently, like, following you or something? Yeah, that sounds... I mean, it sounds like they, they do like almost like a DS approach where you'd have, like, a yeah. like all, all the stats and shit on the, the mini-screen so that you can kind of, like, look down and be like, oh, I'm running low on Pikmin or whatever. Right, um, which, makes, which makes less sense because if you're trying to steer these guys around and run around all these other creatures... You want to be looking down, right? You know? <laughs> like well, instead that, of seeing it on the screen, like the other two games. That was a, uh, I think, like we talked about quite a while ago. That was a big problem with Zombie U, where uh, yeah. you know whenever you would check an inventory of like a um, a box or like a a, a shelf or, or a cabinet or something like that, like anything that you had to like open, uh, it would always show it. I believe in the uh, in the mini screen. Instead of just showing you on your like main screen, so it's like you yeah. you would have to do a lot of looking down, and and of course when you look down is when you know something's gonna attack you, or or like if you have to look down for some map or something like that. So I think on the DS it wasn't such a big deal because they're so small the screens and they're so close together that if you're doing that it's not gonna kill you. It's like looking down at the the overall map on Mario Kart DS and be like, okay, I'm there, and right. then not instantly crashing into a wall or something. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 things have been very quiet on the on the Wii U front. I've noticed like nobody's been super excited about anything, unless uh, I'm just. Ever, well, I mean, it seems like all you ever hear is such and such is not going to work on Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Or, or such and such is not going to be ported to the Wii U. Right, <laughs> right, right. So it's like, wow, this is. This feature cannot function on the Wii U. Yeah, it's like uh, this deal's getting worse all the time. Uh... <laughs> And yeah, I'm glad work. I didn't go grab that. Yeah, that into every episode. <laughs> I should <laughs> I should find a way to get Lando's quote into as many episodes as I can, yeah. and then just make we a could, montage. Well, we could use other Billy D. Williams quotes too, like like Colt Forty Five. Colt Forty Five works every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> You know, uh, on eBay, uh, my um, producer Chase was uh, looking at uh, they had somebody was selling on eBay like a big uh, bar like a lit up bar sign for Colt 45 and he was yeah. seriously thinking like hmm that looked pretty sweet in the apartment yeah, what's my upper limit what's my upper limit on this i don't I, know if it's still there but in st louis a couple years back by when i left and moved out here uh they still had a, a big ass billboard on the major highway 70 with billy d williams holding a can of Colt 45 saying works every time on the bottom really well, so it was yeah. there for what decades major highway 70 uh, yeah, I don't know if it was there for decades or if they just decided to put it up for the hell of it, but it could be. whatever. Does Every that... time I drove by, I kind of wanted a Colt 45. Does Colt 45 still exist? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I guess it's, it just has kind of fallen off the radar now that he's too old yeah. to, to be. <laughs> I mean, they could get an older Billy D. wouldn't look as good, though. He's he's gotten kind of, I mean, he's gotten to that old age kind of thing where you look at, instead of going like, rawr, you just kind of go, aw. <laughs> Because <laughs> every time he's in a in a convention photo, it's like, wow, he looks really tired. I'm I'm sure. Well, he could be like if you age him, 
just right, he could be the most interesting man in the world, you know? <laughs> well, he'd have to grow, like, he's been kind of light with the facial hair. He'd have to grow, like, one of those big, like, interesting man beards. Like, th- doesn't that dude have a big-ass gray beard? Yeah. yeah. You, need something to, you need something to stroke while you're, it's another prop for him, you know? Yeah. A <clears throat> beer in one hand and his beard in the other. Mm. <laughs> Work on it, Billy D. So you can make his own <laughs> But uh, okay, so there was uh, Pikmin and then the Zelda game you're mentioning. So, but that's that's a re a remake, right? No, I think it's a whole new game for the 3DS. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fox it's going to uh, knock it out of the park. Yeah, they got they they uh, have a top down perspective going on, so it's kind of revisiting that old style of Zelda, and uh, they're follow- It's a follow up to a Link to the Past. Oh, I don't know if they're going to give it like a new title, a Link to a Link to the Past or something, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, another, guess, another link you, to the past, right? And, and I guess the special quirk, at least the one they've shown so far, is that you can like Link can turn into paper. Apparently, hmm. I guess sort of a la Paper Mario, but he can use that to slide into walls and stuff. So, so it really is actually, like Paper Mario. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the trailer looked pretty good. Actually, I was kind of surprised. Well, uh, as long as it does better than um, what was the Phantom Train one? Uh, shit, what was it called? It was, it was this Phantom one that had hourglass. Tra- uh, was it Phantom? The one that had to do with like a train. I keep thinking it's Phantom Train. I don't think Phantom Train. <laughs> I think that's a Final Fantasy. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's um, a, yeah, that's a GF or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. There, there oh, was- oh, you mean uh, 3D Dream Drop Distance? <laughs> <laughs> No, that would be Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> you mean HD 1.5 remix? Oh God! See, okay, King, we've already we've already bashed Kingdom Hearts before. I mean, I'm sure they deserve a little bit more, but <laughs> it's like the talk, it just keeps coming back. Oh God! But uh, no, no, there was I swear one of the DS games they had. Maybe it was a 3DS game. Was like there was like some kind of train one. Maybe that was the the most recent one. And I don't remember doing that well, or or just nobody talking about it. Spirit tracks. You're thinking of spirit Spe- tracks. Yes, spirit tracks. There you go. Yes. Uh, Phantom. See, that's where I get the <laughs> Phantom see, thing from. Like well, Phantom spirit. Hourglass was another DS title. So they, all those fucking Phantom similar Phantom titles. Hourglass, Phantom Train. <laughs> oh wait, Phantom train, train. Phantom Train was in Final Fantasy VI, I think. I think that's where I'm confusing it. Wasn't there like a level where you were in like a train? Okay, I'm not gonna. Uh, this is just gonna devolve into something else. No, this uh, is important, damn it. <laughs> wait. So does this? I thought Link's Awakening, the DS, uh, not the DS game, the uh, Game Boy game, was the sequel originally to Ocarina, not Ocarina, god damn it, to Link to the Past, right? I tried to stop figuring it out a long time ago. Like, the, the, the order of the Zelda games has always confused the crap out of me, especially yeah, since there's the no, it, thing where, like, it's not the same Link in certain it's, cases. It's a multiverse, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, kind of gives you a I, I, I want to say it was, but I'm not positive. Mm. Wait, but where does Sonic the Fighters fit into this? <laughs> oh, David would probably know. David, take it oh, away. <laughs> Yikes. Well, no. Let's now start that again. Oh, yeah. It started off as a port, apparently, of A Link to the Past, and then they sort of made it a game. Oh, so it is kind of yeah. loosely based. Okay. See, that makes more sense. Like, cause it, when you mentioned it originally, I was like, isn't that. It sounds kind of like a remake, but. Yeah. No, it's a pure sequel. So. Okay. Well, that's... That, I mean... I guess it's, it's sort of like the Majora's Mask 2. 
Some people seem to. I'm surprised. That some people really like Majora's Mask more than Ocarina of Time. Yeah, like a, a common, common. <laughs> Colin's a big one. Well, the other thing too is I think some people really got they they dug the whole like timed element. Like, oh, you only have was it like 48 hours or something yeah, before the, the world is over or 72? Yeah, three days. Before, yeah, yeah. And like you could totally fuck up and everybody will be sad because they're gonna die. It was a really depressing game. <laughs> Yeah. That game depressed the hell out of me. Was... Yeah, if you want to be depressed, uh, not Google, YouTube, like, the ending, like, if you fail, and you see all these people, <laughs> so like, fast. <laughs> it makes you feel like I'm a bad person because I didn't play this <laughs> game correctly. <laughs> like, very few games actually make you feel shitty for, like, failing fake characters like that. Um, but yeah, no, Zelda, I mean, it, we've, we've talked about Zelda before, like, I... I'm sure everybody has their favorite Zelda, and it, it always feels like Mario is always kind of the standard, right? Like, yeah, he might be 3D sometimes, but overall, it seems like they don't really want him to stray too much from what he normally does best. <laughs> but Zelda is the one that feels like, well, we tried this, but maybe let's try this plus this. And no, 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 that didn't work that well. So we're going to do a complete 180 and go this other way and do like a super cartoony one. It's like, it always feels like there's some really nervous developer in there somewhere that's like we can't do exactly what we did last time because then someone else is gonna hate it <laughs> and then and then you get the extreme reactions from the fans because uh, gosh, then yeah. any, anybody who grew to love whatever the previous incarnation is is gonna be like you know like for wind waker like people are like what the fuck is this he's a little <laughs> squat kid again it's like well you're totally forgetting the very first zelda where he really was a squat tiny guy you know like so Everybody was enamored with the stupid teenage Link with a fucking earring in his ear. And, what the hell? You know, that was that was the popular Link for a lot of for a specific generation. But um, yeah. Anyway, so but that's cool that there'll be a more Link to the Past style game coming out um, on the 3DS, which will do better than the Wii U. I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, yes. I mean, the whole thing today was what was really weird about it is they chose to announce all this stuff. On uh, just some random Wednesday in the middle of April. Right. Yeah, like, I, I keep remembering, okay, so we're getting close to May, which is somewhat close to June, eventually. <laughs> so, but, I, like, in the back of my head, I keep thinking, I wonder how much stuff people are starting to decide, like, we're, well, from this point forward, we're going to hold back on our information because we need to save up for E3. Because if we keep releasing info and then E3 happens, there won't be any, like, big explosion of, like, wow, I have to have this game now. Um, so I'm surprised that they are still leaking, like, kind of significant game news so far. Like, I, I would have expected people to start zipping their lips and being like, nope, we'll, we'll tell you guys either at PAX or at E3 or something. Yeah, I mean, what are they even going to have for that? I can't imagine they have major announcements for well, either of those events. the consoles will be the major announcements. Because everybody... Yeah, but, so that's... Nintendo it. has nothing for that. Right, right, right. You're right. For, so Nintendo's kind of screwed. Because <laughs> yeah. they've already let their, shown their hands too early. Uh, but, but PS4 and Xbox 720, whatever 793 the fuck it's called. and 33 thirds. <laughs> Pro skater. Pro skater. <laughs> whatever that thing is going to be. Which I'm surprised... They still haven't really let loose too much info about it, right? Or have they? At this no, point? they haven't, except for Always On. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's oh, that's the other thing I forgot about. How that? What's his name? Uh, Orth, that that uh, guy that was one of the creative directors. 
mysteriously resigned after he posted the the tw- angry Twitter comments about uh, people needing to like get with the times, essentially yep. about how always on forced out. Yeah. Oh right, yeah. Yeah, you know what was more annoying that we posted about on our Facebook is that Cliff Blazinski, Mister, you know, retiree from uh, Jagbag, yeah, yeah, from Epic. He just had to. I didn't even know he had a Tumblr until that post. He posted on his Tumblr a reaction to people's reactions to Orth being uh, resigning from Microsoft, and he was basically super supporting Orth. Saying, like, you know, how are you guys not getting that, you know, this is how the future is going to be. And, you know, basically stating in so many words that if you couldn't afford or be in a situation to have a system where you could have an always-on internet connection, then you were, like, behind the curve kind of thing. And, of course, it's going to piss people off because what kind of arrogant asshole would assume that everybody in the world, and especially the United States, would be at a point where it's like, oh yeah, I have awesome internet speed, and I have, I'm in the position where I can, you know, afford all these things, and say that's the norm. Like we're still, a, yeah. there's still a He's, lot of regions that that either you have really shitty, almost dial-up, or you just don't even really have internet. Like you have to go to a, a cafe or you know school or something like that to use internet. Cliffy B. Cliffy B supporting him is, I mean, he's kind of like the Michael Bay of video game makers now, or, or the George Lucas or something. Because, I mean, I I don't understand it from a from a consumer point of view. Obviously, that's what the hubbub is about. But even from a developer point of view, like, why are they all cool with it? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know? what sucks is for the de- from the de- developer sides of things. I don't know if they have that much of a voice because, like, you're just going to have to make a game based off of whatever, you know, that console is. So, yeah, you might not have a voice to speak out against it, but to be pro it? Right, right. Weird. I would think that, if anything, an intelligent person would just not have a statement. <laughs> like, or intelligent, like, developer. Like, you don't, you know how, how touchy this topic is. So yeah. if you were a developer, and I guess this is why Cliffy B is going blah, 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 because he's not with a developer anymore. Yeah, um, and the last and the last thing he did underperformed hardcore. Oh, so. that was at uh, Gears of War three, four, three. Ju- yeah, <laughs> Judgment. Yeah. Are, well, judgment. was he part? Exactly. Of I thought he had already left when Judgment was being. Made. I mean that that was that was under development for a few years though. Mm. So oh, yeah. he was definitely part of it. But he's he's always been known for being like it's almost like a. I would almost, because I, I see him as like a short guy, I would call it like a Napoleonic complex just because it always seems like he's the type that, uh, like, I need to be super loud because I need people to hear what I'm saying. It's like, well, if you're going to be like that, then you better have good things to say. You better not just be spouting your mouth off like he is right now without clearly, you know, considering what he's saying first. And uh, we had posted on our Facebook group uh, in the name of in, in the name of game um, this really great rebuttal that somebody had made on Tumblr that just basically ripped apart Cliffy B's statement. And unfortunately, the, the way that that Tumblr is and the way that fucking Cliffy B is, I'm sure he's never read this rebuttal. But it, if he did, I'm sure he's, he's never read. You could stop there. He's never read. <laughs> but uh, it, it's 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 pretty it's pretty brutal. It's just. He's out of touch, and that might be a good reason why he's retiring. Because you know, then people will probably put less weight in what words he's he's spouting out of his fucking mouth now, because he'll be less relevant. Um, but 
he was saying, oh, you know, you should feel bad because because you guys, this guy who might have had a mortgage and who might have had a family and all this stuff that needs, you know, this job, like now he's out of a job, blah, blah, blah. It's like, since when has that been something that people will be like, oh, hold up, guys. We can't question this thing because we're worried that this one person's job is is more important than, like, potentially this this whole next wave of development for you know privacy issues um you know just how how businesses run in general like that i think what they misplace about uh, always on is that it's just the the uh, the foot in the door to a whole new set of practices that could really piss people off and once you have that established though it's like that might be the point where it's too late to to go back and fix things like you want to nip that in the bud before they do always on yeah. online and forcing on everything and clearly cliffy b never fucking played SimCity because that's one of the the most recent worst examples of always online uh not just drm but just always online everything because yeah. uh for example uh when you're when you're on the servers because i saw this happening with chase when he was playing it uh, it needs to sync up the servers to save. So sometimes you'll get disconnected, not th- necessarily through your connection, but something will disconnect you from the servers, maybe the servers themselves. And so you got to just fucking cross your fingers and pray that the game doesn't crash or something um, before you reconnect because then you'll lose whatever happened in between the crash and like uh, when the game should have saved. Like You could lose an hour worth of gameplay or more if the thing doesn't sync back up to the server to save your game. Um and there's a lot of other weird elements, too, where I think we mentioned this before when we were talking about the PS4 impressions, where I know they were trying to get everybody excited about um, the whole social aspect. And if it's an optional thing, yeah, that's cool. However, uh, if you're going to be forcing people to always be online to watch other people and to to, to co- contribute stuff and put up pictures of yourself all this bullshit then that's going to piss people off because I want the option to whether I do want to interact with other people or, or have them see me or get my information or not. And the other thing with Always Online is that's another great way for f- these fucking companies to data mine you. It's like, okay, we're yep. totally accessing all this information about what you're playing, what you like, what you dislike, uh, how many hours you're clocking in on this, that, the other thing. And then who knows what they're doing with that data. Uh, this ties in. They're going to be giving you like uh, like gold uh, like gold's gym membership offers. You know, like get off your fat ass and work out. <laughs> Seriously, like that's the scary part. Um, kind of on the the coattails of this, if you guys have been keeping up with CISPA, there's some scary shit going down with CISPA currently. Like I think, did they say like it it might have passed the house that bill? Like it's it's uh, it's it's fast approaching the point where the president claimed that kind of like the NDA, yeah. that he would veto it if it yeah. came to his desk. And now it's approaching the point where maybe it actually will come to his desk. And well, then- I'm glad he already said he's going to veto it then. Yeah, because that worked out so well for NDAA. Right. So that scares the crap out of me, because that thing is, is fucking Satan. <laughs> that yeah. thing cannot pass, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, and, and what's, what's annoying about that is uh, it was there was an article saying that... Um, a lot of the supporters of CISPA were calling any opponents 
uh, basement dwelling 11 year olds or something like that <laughs> saying like oh you don't understand you know you're just one of those nerds kind of things like yeah that 11 year old is a non and it's gonna <laughs> hack your ass yeah <laughs> It's 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 scary times. It's like all these things combined starts making you realize, like, wow, am I just gonna lose any privacy I have whenever? Oh, uh, uh, I mean, seriously, think about it. If, if you're like the same kids that are kicking our asses in Black Ops, are you know the ones out there that are hacking all these fucking senators that are voting for this shit and the and the representatives, you know? So yeah. we're gonna be safe for a little while. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just. It, it makes me very, very wary about the future. Yeah. I, you know, a lot of bills pass the House that don't pass the Senate. Yeah, so. that's the other thing people have been saying. Like, because they, the Senate. I mean, they're the second one. They're the ones who actually determine what happens in a lot of these bills, and they have to yeah, be senators are the legit ones. <laughs> right. Well, I'm not saying they're fucking legit, but well, they're more they're, legit than representatives. Well, yeah, representatives. I mean, what was it? I don't know if it was a state representative or what, but like some New Hampshire representative sent out a mass email today or yesterday where he called all women vaginas. Oh my God. Like he referred serious? to women as vaginas and children. Like, you know, women and children first kind of mentality. <sighs> that's, that's fantastic. So, wait, yeah. is, the new thing, is the new thing having binders full of vaginas? Is that the new hot thing? Uh, binders there? full of vaginas that can shut down pregnancies at will. That's, oh God. Got everything. Oh, you all mean them, like all vaginas? Yeah. My brain, <laughs> my brain hurts a lot from all this bullshit. Can we get Sorry, Chase in here? Can, can the producer come in and, and speak about vaginas too, please? <laughs> no, I would rather not. But anyways, but this is scarier though because SOPA did not get this far uh, previously. So it sounds like CISPA, because it's not being paid as much attention to, is maybe uh, no way. by... It was a trend on Twitter. Let's give it a little credit. <laughs> well, God, trended by people that are probably like, what's CISPA? CISPA. I don't, I don't go with the big I don't know. Hashtag follow me, CISPA. <laughs> Who even <laughs> watches C-SPAN these days? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that would be like one of the hashtags, like, C-SPAN what? Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's, uh, it, it is scary stuff. And, yeah. But yeah, anyway. I think anything's a good thing, really, that people bring attention to it. Yeah, I mean, one good thing about the internet these days compared to, you know, back in the days that it's so much easier for everybody to kind of uh, join up on the little, like, hate wagons. <laughs> so it's like, God damn it, we're not going to let this happen. And then it, it, it's such a larger force than before, which would be more difficult to kind of accumulate enough um, supporters to, like, stop one of these kind of issues. Uh, on the other hand, though, it's a lot easier for... Uh, the other side as well to like accumulate people to to kind of you know it, it's it's a back and forth kind of thing that's gotten bigger and bigger because it's just so much easier for people to to tweet or to make a group or to to tumble it or you know whatever social media venue that they want to use um, for that kind of nonsense. But yeah, always on, still on the fucking horizon. I think at E3 maybe we'll get hopefully some definitive answers about the two consoles and whether they really will be uh utilizing this i would say quote-unquote feature because it's i don't know how it would be a positive feature it'd just be a detriment or something um yeah whether they'll really do it or not but microsoft's been very hush hush and after the orth thing i think maybe they're going to be even more tight-lipped perhaps because oh, yeah. you know damage control right so no one else wants to get kicked out 
Yeah. Well, what's weird is Cliffy B said he resigned. So I, I hadn't initially checked to see. I assumed he was just let go because it was so immediately after <laughs> that I was like, okay, well, he couldn't have just chosen to leave after this. Like, forced you know, resignation. Forced resignation. Yeah. 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 So so that that was the that was the other thing too. But uh, yeesh. yeah. Anyway, I think that's uh, it's a pretty good healthy chunk for this week. Um. Thanks, everybody. Chunky. Yeah, chunky. It's it's not creamy. It's chunky. Um, mm. Gross. <laughs> Actually, that's Please put that in the iTunes description. <laughs> we got a chunky episode. Chunky episode. Maybe we should rate all the episodes by like how how creamy or chunky they are, and then yeah, just like yeah, yeah. retroactively like change them and confuse the hell out of everybody else. Like what? And then, is this and then people on iTunes will will rate the podcast and say, you know, this is such a creamy podcast. And, you know, just I want the fans to run with it. All three of you out there, run with it and tell us if you like it chunky or creamy. Hmm. All right. Yeah. I have a feeling we're probably not going to get very many responses. You mean our three fans aren't going to do it? (laughs) Us? Are you listening, Mom and Dad? (laughs) Yeah, my mom would just be confused. She'd be like, "Oh, it's good that you're doing a show. I don't know what you're talking about, though." She'd be like, "Talk more about 24, please." (laughs) Which which one's good, creamy? It it would be like you know that scene in Avengers where Captain America pops up and he's like, "Oh, pipes up and he's like, I understood that reference." Yeah, (laughs) it would be about 24 or whatever or Zelda. I know what that is, Zelda. I used to play the one on the NES. Um. Anyway. Thanks, everyone, for listening yet again. If you have any uh, questions you'd like to talk about or if you'd like to discuss what we've talked about today in more detail, you can always email us at uh, nameofgamepodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook group that we pretty regularly add things to, uh, funny little tidbits and news news articles and that sort of thing, um, which is just in the name of game on Facebook. And uh, we have a Twitter, although I really just use those uh, tweets for posting links to new episodes, but that is at in the name of game. And of course we have our site, which is in the name of game.com where you can listen to this episode and all the previous ones. Um, if you don't want to do that, of course we just have iTunes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bare minimum, right? <laughs> you subscribe on iTunes and never do anything else ever again. Uh, Except rate us with your creamy and chunky rate. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine if we actually got a bunch of, like, five-star oh, chunky... We will read it on chunky. the air. We will read it on the next show if that happens. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> Colin will come back. Colin will come back, and he will read it. No, no, He'll no, read no, it I, in a Kermit voice, yeah. We should, yeah. Not, we should not tell him about this creamy and chunky thing, so that if he sees the comments, he'll be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that surprise be- Colin, everybody, Yes, yeah, so let's all surprise Colin and say creamy or chunky on the Facebook group and not yeah. say anything else. Anyway, uh, we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, enjoy your games. Try out Injustice. It's pretty awesome. Uh, or or Infin- Bioshock Infinite. If you haven't played that fucking game yet, <laughs> I'm going to track you down. <laughs> and I'm going to make you play it. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.